Live. What's going on, everybody? Reverend Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Luke, coming at you one more time. Thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast, the Pain Fighter podcast. So, uh, you guys know uh, I come from the Word Evangelistic Church, where my pastor is the prophet, Willis Townsend, the co-pastor is Prophetess and East Townsend, where I am a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church. I'm not the pastor. I'm a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church. Um, by all means, hey, everybody, I encourage you. If you like what you hear from me, you're going to love what you hear from my pastor. By all means, tune us in on our YouTube channel, uh, Word Evangelistic Church on YouTube. Um, look us up on Google, Facebook, uh, WordEvangelisticChurch.com. And we got nothing but great content for you guys. Um, you know, if you are, you know, um, I mean, there's things I'm going to tell you that's, you know, basic and advanced. But I mean, my pastor, like he's going to cover the same things, basic and advanced stuff. But I mean, he's going to cover it on a whole nother level of things that, you know, I would never even thought of. But again, he's the one that taught me how to break the word of God down. And he's the one who taught me how to, you know, study and things like that. So therefore... I bring what I was taught and committed unto faithful men as the word of God tells me to do. And that's why I'm here. So thank you guys who are on YouTube tuning in. Thank you very much for everybody that is on the podcast who's listening to me. Thank you guys for tuning in. Also, I really, really do appreciate it. If you guys can, please do me a favor. Click like and subscribe. Um, like the podcast. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, become a regular listener. I promise you I won't tell you nothing but the truth. Um, if you're on my YouTube channel, by all means, click like, subscribe, give me some kills, give me some clicks. And, um, hey, um, I, you know, I'll do my best to either, you know, if you're tuning in to me preaching, I'll do my best to give you the, nothing, the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Or if you're tuning into the Two Black Eyes channel portion of the channel, then I will do my best to entertain and then come with goofy random <laughs> information but on to our uh topic of today so um last week we were talking about how um, like i said I, I wanted to start from the basics because i wanted it to be that with me starting the youtube channel that you have it where i can start from scratch so that a lot of people who don't know can come into the knowledge um and then there's people who um you know, maybe 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 you're just starting out or maybe you're somebody who you're not starting out. You've been in church, but you've been in the wrong church and you didn't know that you've been in the wrong church because unfortunately you've never been taught what a wrong church is. So that is what we are going to cover today. We are going to cover because I went over like the basics, you know, get saved, you know, give your heart over to the Lord, give your lifestyle over to God, commit your mind and your heart, you know, make up in your mind that, you know, you're going to dedicate your life to God. So we covered that. If you don't, if you didn't get that, by all means, look in the playlist and check out, um, uh, let's see, the podcast, uh, what is it, uh, Starting Your Salvation, yeah, that's what it is, so check out that podcast, I'm sorry, I'm not like, you know, I haven't gotten as technically advanced as all the other YouTubers and whatnot, where I can be like, hey, click the link up here, or click it down there, I, I haven't gotten that advanced yet, so, but, you know, in time. But, you know, go back, check it out. The, um, go check that out if you need to start from scratch. Um, but if you don't need to start from scratch, if you're all caught up, let's dive in. So the next part that I wanted to cover is, you know, there's, there's, there's a big, 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 big thing about finding the right church home. Okay. Um, 
that is a big thing because a lot of people they always figure so um i got saved and i got saved and i was already in a church just because you got saved and you were already in a church that does not mean that that is the right church okay let me explain to you what a the correct church is the correct church is a church is going to teach you the truth and when I say the truth, I mean the word of God. OK, it's going to teach you the word of God, the way the word of God ought to be taught, which is through and by the spirit of God. OK, that's number one. Number two, where the pastor preaches against all, all. Let's cover, you know, you see me swimming, you see the swimming motion, all. All, you know what I'm saying? All manner of sin, not just some. Um, not just he hits on these things, not just where it's just Bible stories. No, all, everything, all manner of sin is being preached on. Okay. You got it where, you know, he's teaching against fornication. He's teaching against adultery, lying, stealing. He's teaching on the 10 commandments and he's teaching on what Christ tells you. And he's teaching on Moses and he's teaching on Peter and he's teaching on James, John, Paul. He's teaching on, uh, uh, uh revelations. He's teaching on Genesis. He's teaching on Psalms. He's te- you know what I'm saying? He's covering everything. So if the word of God says you should be doing it, he's teaching it. If the word of God says you should not be doing it, he's teaching against it because he's, he stands with the word of God. Okay. You need to go to a place like that. You need to go to a place where another thing is, is you need to go to a place where the pastor does not have some type of bad record on him. Why do I say that? That is very important. I'll tell you why. If you go to a church where the pastor has a bad record, now when I say a bad record, I mean like a bad reputation when you go to the church and you're hearing that the pastor's fooling around with people in the church. He's got babies out of wedlock and he's been married several times. That's not the kind of church you want to go to. Okay. The reason why you don't want to go to that kind of church is because those are the kind of churches that will either A, deceive you or B, hurt you in some kind of way. And I'm not necessarily just talking about, you know, I'm not just talking about in one way. I mean, you know, they may hurt you naturally or they may hurt you spiritually or they may hurt you both because they hurt you naturally. You're already hurt spiritually. You're not going to want to trust them with anything. You're, you know what I'm saying? Or either that or they're going to deceive you and thinking that them hurting you, yeah, it's out there. They're going to make it seem like them hurting you is a blessing to you or that, you know, this is the way things are. No. Okay. You need to go to a church where you are safe. Okay. That is very, very, very important because you've got a lot of churches out there where there's pedophiles in the pulpit. There's people who are just trying to take advantage of women in the pulpit. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about pastors, deacons. We're talking about uh, other members in the church. You know, you need to be at a church where when you go there, it's a positive structure. And when I say positive structure, I mean a positive structure according to the word of God. We're not just talking about an upbeat kind of place. We're not just talking about a place where everybody's happy. Okay. We need a place where the word of God is being preached. There's a structure of the word of God of how the rules are kept. You're not just going into church just to go and praise God or just, no, you're going into church. The pastor's going to preach the word. The deacons and the ministers and everybody else in the church are going to help uphold the rules and the regulations of the church. You're not going to have it where people are fooling around with your kids. You're not going to have it where people are fooling around with your wife. You're not going to have it where people are fooling around with your husband. You're going to go there to the church. The people are going to be nice, friendly, loving, and then that's it. Okay? Not to where, here it is, got to go to the church. you got to worry about who's looking at who, where, where your child is, and this and that and this. Hey, look, you should go to a church. Usually when you go to a church, you should go to a church where you should feel 
that, you know, and I get it, especially in today's time. This is, you know, very rare to feel like this in many places. But you should be able to go to church if nowhere else. And, and be like, you know, if your children run off somewhere and go play, you can be confident that they're playing. You can be confident that if any trouble happens, it's because they did something. It's because they did something stupid, not because somebody's fooling around with them. Okay. These are the kinds of things, and, 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 and you get it where a lot of people, the reason why they don't go to those kinds of churches is because, one, it doesn't interest them, okay? And when I say it doesn't interest them, it means it's something that they want to do, something they want to get off into, that these churches preach against, and now here it is, they're just like more or less like, well, this church is going preach against it, so I'll just stay here. Or you have it where a lot of people want to be uh, dedicated to a church because this is the church home that they grew up in, Okay. If that's the church home you grew up in, fine. Providing that it follows, uh, it falls under the proper qualification of what a proper church is. Does the pastor preach the word of God? Is the pastor a helpful individual to you spiritually and naturally? Is he, you know, chasing? You know what I'm saying? Is he? Is he? Is he greedy? You know what I'm saying? Is he actually out to help the people, or is he out to help himself? You know what I'm saying? Is he setting the proper example according to the word of God? Is he living like a hypocrite? Is he, li- you know, these are different things. Don't just look at it just because this is the church you grew up in and that's the church that you ought to stay in. No, that's not the way that this works. No, the way that it works is you go to a church where the word of God is being preached. The pastor is setting the proper example and he's molding the people of God, his ministers, his deacons and his members. He's molding everybody to follow in the footsteps that he is setting. Because the Bible tells us that we're supposed to follow the head of the church as he follows Christ. That's what that's what the minute that's what the apostle said. Follow me as I follow Christ. Paul told that to uh, to to one of the churches, or he told it to Timothy. I forget who exactly right now, but that's what he said. Follow me as I follow Christ. In other words, the example that I have set in God, you should be following it. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about our church. Again, I'm not doing this so that you can come join our church. I'm just doing this so that you can know that I'm not just telling you this and I'm not falling under, you know, these same guidelines. Let me tell you about my church. My pastor is very strict according to how the word of God is being preached in the church. He's very strict of how he runs the church. And the reason why he's very strict is because he understands how spirits operate. He understands how the word of God should be preached and how the people should receive the word of God. He covers all topics. In other words, he covers things of sin. He covers things of the home. He covers how a man ought to be, how a woman ought to be, how the children ought to be. He covers, you know, the Ten Commandments. He He covers the New Testament, the Old Testament. He covers the whole word of God. There's nothing that he does not preach on that if, it, if it's in the word of God, he has either he has already preached on it or it's very soon to come. But I mean, the man has been preaching since I think 85. I joined the church in 2001, but he's been preaching since 85. So, it, I mean, it, and, and, you know, his wisdom and knowledge is constantly growing. And that's another thing. You want to go to a church that is growing. Okay, spiritually and naturally, you want to go to a church that has growth. You want to go to a church that has progress. You want to go to a church that is uh, 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 preaching the word of God, not just in house, but out house as well. Okay, because the Bible tells us Jesus Christ said when he was going up on the cloud, one of the main things he said is go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. All right. Now, does your church do that? If you're going to a church already or your church is your church doing these things? If you're not going to a church already and you're looking for a church home, these are the things you need to look for. 
Because it, 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 here's the reason why. If you're lacking in certain areas, then you have it where there's room for Satan to come in and try to deceive you. Mind you, Satan can still deceive you in a good church where, you know, everything is being covered and the pastor is doing everything they can. Because, of course, Satan's coming to you directly to deceive you. So, therefore, you can still be deceived. But it's a lot harder to get deceived in a good church than it is in a church that is not coming up to par of what the word of God said that a church is supposed to be. Okay? The ministers have to be faithful. Our pastor gets on us, okay? If we don't do something, we fall short in something. He finds out in anything in that we're involved in stuff, he's moving us out of the pulpit. He's, you know, he's taking communion. He's doing these things. And a lot of people look at it like, man, that's a bit extreme that you take the communion. Understand this. The Bible tells us, and it's what your pastor should be teaching also. The reason why a lot of you may feel as though this is a bit harsh is because your pastors aren't teaching this, okay? All pastors should be taking communion from people if they're not walking upright according to the word of God. All the pastors should be doing it. Okay? Because that is look, the Bible tells you not to take your communion uh unworthy, okay? Your pastor should be looking out for you both spiritually and naturally. Because if you take that communion unworthy, that can bring a lot of things upon yourself. Even the Bible says it can bring um damnation on you. So therefore, what does that mean? Curses. You know what I'm saying? That can bring, you know what I'm saying? Damnation is is, is basically where, you know, you you cursed into hell you know what i'm saying it, in results of course in result um but you know that could still even while you're living that could cover a whole range of things you know what i'm saying sickness um hardship you know what i'm saying nothing going right you know what i'm saying it's no telling how god may punish you this is the reason why the this is the reason why paul said you know you know be careful not to fall into the hands of an angry god okay your pastor should be doing everything he can within his power to teach you how not to fall into the hands of an angry God, how to be pleasing unto God, how to be pleasing and, and how to how to take care of your neighbor, how to take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? How to run your home. You know what I'm saying? He should be teaching all these things. You know, there should be more teaching in a church. And I say this all the time. I've said this several times. There should be more teaching in the church than there is singing. There should be more teaching in the church than there is praising God. There should be more teaching in the church than there is passing around doggone offering plate. Okay? Mind you, tithes and offering are important to the church because the Bible says you should tithe. Okay? But your pastor should be teaching you how, he should be teaching you to tithe and should be teaching you how to do it properly. If your pastor is telling you 10% off the gross, off the top, what you get before they take out taxes, you're on the right track. If he's telling you just pay your tithes and he's not necessarily specifying how, no, it's not good because your pastor should be teaching you the whole the whole spectrum of the truth. OK, a lot of times you get it where, you know, pastors, they say that they are for the word of God. And it's not to say that they're against the word of God, but they don't teach the whole full gospel. They teach bits and pieces. According to what they think the people want to hear or uh, 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 what can help draw in more members. You know what I'm saying? Your pastor shouldn't be worried about membership. Okay. Your pastor should be worried about sa sa uh, saving souls. What's the difference? If I'm out to save souls, then I understand that it is, it's up to them. Mind you, I have to convince them, but I'm not trying to sell God. I'm just letting you know God is, you know, he exists. He's a good God. He'll take care of you, this and that. that and this. I don't have to sell him. No. I go out and I preach the gospel. 
I have to win the souls. But I don't have to do it by trying to uh, uh, put forth gimmicks, put forth lies. You know what I'm saying? Tell the people what they want to hear. I need to tell them what they need to hear. I need to tell them that hell is real. And that is what your pastor should be telling people outside the church and inside the church. Hell is real. Hell is coming if you're not saved. Hell is made for you if you're not saved. But it wasn't originally made for you because God is not willing that any shall perish. God didn't make man to go to hell. God made man, you know what I'm saying, to live with him. The Garden of Eden was supposed to be heaven on earth. You get what I'm saying? Hence, you've seen how, you like the Bible said, you know, God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. He communed with Adam. He talked with him. So why aren't the pastors telling you these things? Don't get me wrong. They're telling you things like, oh, they're telling all you nice, fantastic things about heaven. Are they telling you the, the, the horrible things about hell? Are they just saying that hell is real? Are they just saying that you don't want to go to hell? Or are they telling you how to stay out of hell? There's one thing for me to tell you that hell is real. It's a whole other thing for me to tell you how to stay out of hell. How to escape hell. How to make sure that you don't wind up in there. And how to get it to where you can pull your family and friends with you. These churches need to be teaching that. If they're not teaching that, then I'm sorry. You need to run for the hills. You need to go and find you a decent church. Well, how do I find a decent church? If you're somebody who's that, it's a question, how? Unfortunately, either, if you're listening to me, then, you know, you're on a good path. Even though I don't have a church, I, you know what I'm saying, I can direct you to a good church because I'm in a good church. You know, I'll direct you to my church. Or you can listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Until the Lord places you in the church home of his choice, okay? Mind you, a good church home is one a place. It's one is number one. It's a place where God puts you, okay? I assure you, and I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know, let you know a little secret. I'm not saying this against my church. I'm saying this for the glory of God. My church home was not my choice, okay? My church home was not my choice. I prayed to God and asked Him, "Where do you want me to go?" That's the church He directed me to. Okay, mind you, that's not to be like, I don't like church. It's not to say that I wish I would. No, I wanted to be where God wanted me, wanted me to be because wherever it is that the Lord wants me to be, that's where I know that the Lord's going to be with me. That's where I know I'm going to be taught. That's where I know I'm going to be kept. That's where I know I'm going to be safe. You get what I'm saying? All those areas that I told you about, that's where I knew. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is where the Lord is directing me. So, you know what I'm saying? I knew, mind you, I was a sinner at the time. So, you know, I just got saved. I don't know um, all the stuff that I know now about. Only thing I know is that I don't want to go to a fake church. That's the only thing I knew at the time. And that's what I pray to God. Lord, don't send me to a church that's going to, that, 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 that's not where you want me to be. Put me where you want me to be. I asked him to do this. And that's what he did. If you are not in a good church home, be it that you're just getting saved or you realize that the church home that you are in is not one that's up to par. Then you need to go to God and you need to ask the Lord to, you know, direct you to the right place. You know what I'm saying? So what do you do until then? Stay home. It's better that you stay home rather than go to a church that's deceiving you. It's better you stay home rather than go to a church. It doesn't matter if your mother's there. It doesn't matter what family members are there. It doesn't matter if you grew up in that church. If it's not a good church, don't go. Simple. 
And it's, it's kind of jacked up because you got to wear, you know what I'm saying? People go to a good church and that's how they feel. I just don't, I'm just not going to go. But they'll go to a bad church all day long. No, it should be reversed. If the church is not a good church to go to, then don't go. The church is not a church that holds up to the standard of what an individual that is saved is supposed to be. If it does not hold you to that standard and it does not lead you according to that standard, why are you going? What are you paying your tithes to that church for? Why are you supporting it? Because the more you support it, the more you're saying you agree with it. Am I right? We vote for a president because we agree with their views and their